I'm recording on my end. Now I'm recording on my end. You know, I realize that I think, like, most podcasts that record like this, they do, like, a... They, like, count down and then clap at the same time so that you can sync it up easier in... Do you want to do that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, we have to count down. One, One thousand. Two. 999. What? 998. 997. Okay. 996. Keep going. 995. Damn it, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll just do it at the same time. We'll just do it perfect. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. Three, two, two one. one. Got it. Nailed it. Uh, flawless, dude. Flawless victory. That was not at the same time. Three, two, one. Damn it, Darren. It was not. No, that was right on. No, it wasn't. I clap. Well, shit, maybe there's lag in. It's got to be. In, in my camera. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, how you doing? What's up? Uh, you, you bring us in this time. You bring us in. Oh, okay. Are we introducing ourselves? Is that what's happening? How does this podcast work? Uh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, like you, because, yeah, I remember, yeah, you haven't really, we haven't really been doing this for, uh, fucking, like, nine episodes already. I think this is, what, episode eight? I don't know, dude. I don't listen. Podcast. Uh, we're not sure what we call it anymore. I'm one out of two of the hosts of the show, Jake Smith. I j- just call it Snickles. It's just Snickles. I'm uh, the other one. I'm Darren. Hey, if you re-listen to our interview with Ryan, you do say that I am two out of two hosts. You're uh, yeah, I do. But we can switch up. I'm well, fine. Well, you didn't with... say two out of two this time. I'm saying so. What's up with that? Yeah, but we've done that bit, like, we've done that bit two out of two times already, so. <laughs> uh, anything cool happening for you, Darren? Mm. Oh, water, water's looking good, dude. Let me get some. Yeah, it's looking real nice right now. Um, did we talk about Bombay Beach last yeah. week? Wait, I think yeah, we did, yeah. That happened. That's still, like, that's still, uh, that's still pretty hy- hyphy in my head. Um, new stuff. Oh, I just got donuts today and Are they uh, in your car? pulled up and. Are they oh, in your I, car? No, they're in my room because I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> Let me see them. What'd you get? I'll 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 grab them. Just give What'd me a sec. What kind? Darren's going to grab them. Okay, so I got. <clears throat> I went to Yum Yum Donuts. Never heard of it. Is it good? It's basically just Winchell's Donuts, but it's like the California version. They're everywhere and they're 24 hours. I got... Dude, is that like a sesame uh, seed one? Yeah, I got a <laughs> sesame seed donut filled with soy sauce. <laughs> uh, no, this is like a cinnamon crumble donut. There's a regular glaze and then there's a cinnamon crumble with apple filling in it. 
and then I got a Fruit Loops chocolate cake donut and a regular chocolate cake donut, and then I just got like a regular chocolate donut on top of Wait, that. Wait, you got those, those today? Those ones are more boring though. You got those hmm? today? And today, there's three donuts like, left, so. A couple hours ago. I got one more too. Yeah, I ate four, <laughs> but at my house. <laughs> Not in my car in a parking lot. <laughs> not in an empty Chuck E. Cheese parking lot? <laughs> no, not in an empty Chuck E. Cheese parking lot. Well, it's lot. because the Krispy Kreme is right next to the Chuck E. Cheese. I didn't seek it out. <laughs> okay, yeah, that explains... Okay, that's, that's good. I, that uh, shows that you have a moral compass. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm proud of you for not doing that. I didn't even know there was a, a Chuck E. Cheese by, like, where you live. Yeah. Because you, you live... Jake lives in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. And um, I don't... You don't. You look at it and you're like, there's probably not a Chuck E. Cheese. It's a place where you drive through and you're like, there's probably not a Chuck E. Cheese around here. And then, apparently, according to Jake, there's a Chuck E. Cheese there next to a right Krispy Kreme. It's 470, dude. Yeah, dude. 470. Yeah. The nicest constructed highway in Colorado. Dude, the most constructed highway, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, um, I, speaking of children, I remembered a crazy story that happened to me that I don't think I've ever talked about it on a podcast. Uh, like, after my first year of college, I was working at Elitch Gardens for the summer. And I worked okay. there for like three weeks because it was the worst. Uh, the worst part was that, like, people would always, like, no-call, no-show, but they would do that because it's the worst. So it was sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> but uh, I was working in the parking lot, and one time this guy comes up to me, he's like, hey, man, uh, there was, like, this guy's car was blocking my car, so I got in it and I moved it. He got in another guy's yeah, car and, I was like, and moved it? I was like, uh, uh, okay. And he's like, yeah, so do you, like, want uh, that guy's, like, license plate? And I was like, uh, yeah, I guess. I, so I wrote it down, and then I wrote down the guy who was talking to me's license plate as he was driving away. And then I, like, went over to my supervisor, and I was like, hey, this guy just said that he got in another person's car and moved it. And she's like, uh, well, we have the details. If anyone says anything, we'll take care of it. Okay. And I assume he didn't move it back after he moved his car out. I don't know. Um, I don't know how he got in the car. I don't know how he turned it on. I don't know how he moved it. I have so that's many what I was questions. Just about to ask. Did, like, how did he... So that person must have left their car unlocked in the first place. And then I guess... Did he hotwire their car? I don't car? know. Did he huh? hotwire their car and then move it? I don't know. Maybe it was in one of those older cars where you can just pop it into neutral without even starting Maybe. it. Maybe. And then just wheel it around. Well, that guy takes initiative. You have to respect that, at least. Yeah, but then, like... The, like, I, I guess good on him for, like, coming and telling me about it. But it was, like, so weird that he's like, yep, this happened. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this information. 
It could be worse. Like he could have been like he could have been like, "Hey man, I was trying to pull out, so I got out of my car and I shot this guy in the face and then moved his body out of the way." Yeah, I mean that would be worse, um, Darren. Just so you know, do you want to get his information? But <laughs> at least then I would know how to deal with the situation. You call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if some guy That's true. Moves- that is an awkward amount of like, it's because that is crime. I think I don't I know. Don't, yeah, you're not allowed to just get into somebody's car without their permission and then move it. Yeah. That's like technically theft. Yeah. It's like petty theft or I don't know. Grand Theft Auto, That's dude. Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> bro. <laughs> and as far as I know, nothing ever came of it. But like it was super weird. Wow. Yeah, that's uh that's strange. When did you work at Elitch's? Uh summer of 2014. Okay. I don't know. Did you Sorry. Did you work at the water park or the uh amusement park? Darren. I worked in the parking lot. So you Wow, <laughs> your job sucked. Yeah. I don't know how, how you missed all that in that story. I thought you just, like, were on a shift in the parking... I thought you guys, like, rotated shifts in no. the parking lot and everybody worked in and out of the park. I don't know how Elitch's works, man. I've never worked there. I don't know if it's still like this, but back in the day, there was no, like... Uh, you, you wouldn't get, like, a thing to put in your windshield when you paid. So you could just drive straight past and park for free. And, like... Were you supposed to do that? Was it always... Was it free? No. Parking? No, it was like 15 bucks. Oh, well, yeah. You, you, it's not you who was the idiot, but it's the Elitch's establishment yeah. and whoever owned that parking lot or that was the idiot. if you got there, like, before the park opened, we just let you park for free. And I was always talking to my supervisor. Yeah. I was like, how does this make any sense? And she's like, the park isn't open yet. And I'm like, but it's still our parking lot. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> That's a good strategy. You could just park there. Well, that was probably before the light rail existed, right? What? You don't think light rail existed four years ago? To Union Station? How? When did they build the... Yeah, I guess the downtown one. I'm just thinking of the W line. Even that existed then. Did it? Yeah, dude. The W line's relatively new. I don't know, man. Uh, I do, yeah, it would have. Okay, that makes sense. Because I remember I moved out into my first place in 2012, and they were, like, building the W line in, basically, in my backyard, and I was, like, still going to school. And I was like, wow, it would really be nice if they got that train done. Because I had to walk to the bus every day, (laughs) which is, like, half a mile farther. Well, I remember I graduated high school in 2013, and one of my friends wrote an article for the newspaper at the end of the year about riding on the W line. So. Okay, yeah. There so it makes go, sense that it would have been built in 2013. There you go. I didn't know, Jake. There I'm not... you go. But even then, the E and the F line were open my way before that. My timelines are all messed up. Yeah, I know. The, yeah, those existed too. I'm just selfish and I was thinking of the W, Jake. Dude, this is good podcast. Jake, yeah. <laughs> this is Come on now. Really enjoyable content. Come on now. <laughs> but if you live in Denver and you want to go to Elitch Gardens, try to get in for free. Also... Take the light rail. It's... Parking right if you're going to Elitch's. It's $15 for like standard parking and then $20 for VIP parking. 
But if you, if someone gives you fifteen dollars and then they're like, actually, I want to do like VIP parking. There's no way to charge them five more dollars, and there's no way to refund the fifteen dollars. So it's like, okay, just go over there. I can't charge you, and you're willing to pay. So that's a damn. You're giving me all the all the good <laughs> tips for parking in Elitches. Yeah. I wish I still lived in all Denver the good now. tips to park there four years ago that may not still apply. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to. I wonder if they. I wonder if they're as dumb about their parking lots here in Magic Mountain. No, guaranteed you know? not. I don't know. They might be. I bet you it's like a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars? What? What? Wait, what? To park for the day? Jake, that is absurd. For three hours Get of parking. Out. Okay, fine. No. Bye, Darren. Okay. Good podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, that was the. Uh, that was the snickle. That was snickles. Um, I am now your only host, Darren. Uh, Jake has just relinquished himself. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. There he is. Hey, I was going to say, though, with the donuts that I mentioned. Yeah. I, like, pulled up on my driveway. I have, like, the side spot that's, like, right next to the trash cans. And I pulled up as, like, a dude was, like, digging through our trash, I think. I didn't know who it was. He wasn't digging through the trash. He was like, I think he was just using our trash can. I think he was just a neighbor. It was super awkward, though, because I was like, like, I have to get close to the trash cans, and he was just, like, not moving. So I just, like, inched my car, like, <laughs> closer and closer to you him. You just tapped him. It was like, it, it felt weird, man. Just a little like, tap so he knew you guy. were there. <laughs> he, d- he didn't even, no, no eye contact was made. Just like a little. He didn't even turn around. It wouldn't hurt no, him that bad. No, I wasn't going to tap anybody. Because then that's a, you know, they could flop. Flopping exists in the real <laughs> world and in soccer. <laughs> I would have gotten a fucking yellow card, dude. A yellow card's not that bad, dude. Yeah. Do you, I just didn't want to get ejected from the game of life. Do you, you know? have any other cool stories to talk about? Or should we? I had one, but I can't. Recall it right now It's the craziest thing I can't even Recall it Can we talk about movies then? Yeah what'd you see? Did you see anything? Dude Yeah I did Wow okay I saw That sounds like you saw something good How's that drum roll playing? Can you hear it? Yeah I can hear it It's not very good drum roll You don't have very very good rhythm when you do it And usually And it's not very fast either Like drum rolls are usually like and you're like, I'm not like that. There's not very much space on this desk. There's not very much space on this How's that drum roll? That's just, I'm just a SoundCloud rapper now. Okay, do it one more time. The Meg. Dude, I saw it. Is it Oscar worthy? Is it everything you thought it was going to be? Is it Oscar worthy? It was really weird. At the end of the movie, uh, like after the credits rolled, it, it's just... You just spoil this for me? Yeah. After the credits rolled, it's like all of a sudden on the stage at the Oscars and they say, best picture, the Meg. And they, it already won. 
You gotta say spoiler alert before you do that, before you say those things. You said, "Are you gonna spoil this for me?" And I said, "Yes." Yeah, but I didn't know you were gonna go all the way through. I thought you were doing <laughs> a bit, but it turns out everything you were saying is hundred percent real. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, how was uh, how was Jay Stath and Rain Wills? Uh, Jason Statham was actually pretty good. I feel like he's. I sort of underappreciate him, but he did like a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, I never, I never saw all of Fast Seven. Is that the latest one that came out? What's the most recent? Yeah, one? I think it's no Fate of the Furious is the F8, eighth one. Eight. Okay. But I feel like he actually did a pretty good job in that too. I worked at a movie theater at the time, and so I saw some of his scenes, and I feel like he was a pretty good. Yeah. I feel like he's pretty good for what he is, you know. Dude, those action stars are actually good actors. Like everybody says that The Rock is a bad actor, well, but it's like he did he did well, years and years of TV, of live TV. He has like the chops to act really well. He did a character on TV for years and years. Well, before he got into like big movie yeah, acting. Yeah, and now he's doing the same character. He is the same guy, <laughs> but he does it really well. <laughs> he doesn't have very much range. I mean, he Well, okay, Jumanji, he wasn't the same character. Yeah, Jumanji was good. He's got. Yeah. He's just got a ton of charisma. <laughs> I know. He's just like yeah. the most charismatic person. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> That's true. He's not Leonardo DiCaprio, but yeah. I mean, he's. Yeah, but I. He's a solid action movie actor. I'd put Jay Stath over like Vin Diesel or. Yeah. Some other similar actors. Anyway. But Vin Diesel, like, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. And oh, I take it all back. I take it all back. His, nope. I, ta- well, I already took it back. Never mind. I forgot. I was just going to say, his only line is, I am Groot. But he did all the different languages for it, too. No, he sold it. Never mind. I take it all back. Uh, <laughs> anyway. back again? Rain Wilson was like, I think he did a fine job. But this movie's just like so, the, the dialogue is so bad. That, yeah. like, and his character, like, you don't know what his character wants ever. <laughs> so, like, you don't know if he's buddies with everybody involved or if he's, like, some, like, rich douche guy. So it's just kind of, like, he did a good job with what he was given, but it wasn't well-written enough for him to for him to really shine, you know? Yeah, so it was in the script writers. Because just judging by the the trailer itself... And seeing all those, like, jokes and, like, one-liners in there, I was like, oh, this was either written... This was probably written by people from Wisconsin or old dudes. <laughs> <laughs> those are the only two people that this could have been written by. I know you told me not to spoil it, but can I actually, like, tell you some of the stuff that all happens? All right, yeah, you can... Spoiler alert, everybody. Skip ahead, like, a minute or two if you don't want to hear the spoiler. Go. So, in the beginning of the movie, Jason Statham is, like, driving this submarine, and he gets to this other sub that's sunk... And he's, like, saving people out of it. And then they get back in his sub. And then some people on the sub that sunk are like, hey, just give us another minute and we'll get on the sub and we'll escape. But then Jason Statham's like, there's no time. I have to, I have to get out of here. And then he says that a megalodon attacked the other sub and destroyed it. But there's a doctor who's like, no, there's no such thing as a megalodon. You're crazy. And then when the events of this movie happen, they're like, there's only one man who can make this dive. It's Jason Statham's character. <laughs> and then the doctor, the same doctor just happens to be on the ship. 
He's like, but he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, when they finally, like, see on camera the real Megalodon, and then Jason Statham saves the day, the doctor's like, I'm sorry, you were right. And then flash forward to later in the movie, like, the doctor apologized, and that was their only interaction. Flash forward to later in the movie, Jason Statham saves another person's life after diving into the water and pulling her out. And then when he gets back on the ship, the doctor says, you may be a son of a bitch, but you're not a coward. (laughs) (laughs) It was. Dude, like I said, the only people it could have been written by are old people over the old meaning over the age of like 26. (laughs) Yeah. Anybody over the age of 26, super old and, or people from Wisconsin, like, those are the only people, like, people who grew up in, or, like, uh, or Omaha. Wisconsin <laughs> or Omaha. <laughs> well, it's like, he just saved her life. You were wrong. How is he a son of a bitch? <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> well, he's not a coward. At least that's established. <laughs> you may be a son of a bitch, but you're not a coward. That's, uh, but, uh, oh, I, th- I thought you were going to spoil, like, the ending. Is that the ending? No, that's just, like, in the middle. But that's, okay. like, the, a lot of the plot buildup, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty goofy, man. Damn. That's, <laughs> I got to <laughs> see this movie. Because, like, I was talking to my friend last night about it, and she was like, uh, yeah, we saw it, and the, the, the Meg, the shark itself, was, like, horribly proportioned. Like, there were shots where it was so much smaller, and I was like, is this a different shark, or is this the same shark? Because, like, they CGI'd it at different sizes in different places. So, is that true? Can you comment on that? Are you texting right now, Jake? No, I'm just playing with this thing. Okay. That's uh, a uh, Rubik's Cube type looking thing for the yeah. for the listeners. Uh, uh, no comment at this time. And there's like Okay, great. Just see the movie, Darren, and then we can I'll talk about it. I'll see it. There's like other similar dialogue too where my co- I went and saw it with my cousin and she and I would just look at each other and be like, "Is this a fucking like is this a series that they're writing these things in like a big blockbuster movie <laughs> also <laughs> at one point i thought i heard like an iphone text notification you know like ding yeah that and thing? then i was like oh i didn't hear it again so i was like oh i must have misheard and then like towards the end in this kind of dramatic part my cousin's phone goes off someone's calling her <laughs> oh and, like, so full volume in the middle of this theater, which is, like, almost sold out because we went, like, on a big night. Uh, and she, like, can't find it anywhere. She's, like, digging through her backpack trying to pull her phone out. Oh, you hate so it. funny. You, you hate it when randos, when it happens to randos, <laughs> like, they don't silence their phones. But when it's someone you love, I, that's a deeper, that's a deeper cut. Because but you have to deal with <laughs> the 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 conflict of whether or not you still love them. But it it was so funny that I do still love her. Okay. And we were sitting in like the handicap row of like a very steep theater, you know, so we couldn't see the people behind us, and there was no one in front of us. But I'm sure everyone was just staring down there. Oh yeah, I mean, dude. <laughs> okay, so. Uh... I have a similar phone story and a good segue into uh, what movie I've seen 
in theaters as well. I saw Mission Impossible Fallout finally. Oh, nice, dude. And I can get to my, my I can finally get to my Movie Pass gripes about it. Dude, I know that you're about to say something, but Movie Pass is just getting worse and worse by the second. Yeah. So bad. Okay. It's insane tell, what they're doing. Tell your like, story. An tell insane your story and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> what? Tell your story and then we'll talk about it. Okay, so um bum, while bum, I was sitting bum, in the theater, bum, like bum, the movie bum, starts. When I'm when I'm sitting in the theater, like the movie starts up and it's like a really like um four twenty. It's a 420 induced scene with Ethan Hunt, and it took it's a real stoner it's turn. Four, it's 420 stoner comedy in turn Denver right he, now. He just he hits his own bongs. Tom Cruise hits. He really he's really hitting those. Tell bongs. your story. I'm sorry. It's 420 though. <sighs> okay, it's 320 for me, Jake. Okay, but um, well, I'm sorry. I said that. Tell your story. Uh, so yeah, I'm sitting there and I sat, I, I went to see it alone as I do, as I tend to do from time to time. And there's one seat between me and this dude. And the entire time this dude is like obsessively texting somebody. I don't know who, but it was just so fucking distracting. And that's why, I don't know. I was just going to bring this up with you. Like, would you rather have somebody, uh, be texting with a silent phone in a theater like texting like a lot with a silent phone in the theater or someone who never texts but doesn't silent their cell phone, silence their cell phone. Which one would you rather have? I'd rather, I'd like, it's way better to just like one phone call and then it gets like taken care of than constant texting. Yeah. Like I, ha- I had someone I sitting in front of me at Black Klansman who was like texting on her Apple watch. And I was like, that, you're not fucking slick. That's... Yeah. You're still tech... Like, that's not... <laughs> it's still basically a phone, just, like, on your wrist. Yeah. I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's like you're in a fucking movie theater, dude. Just... Just chill out. Like, you can't not text this person f- for... Like, if, you know, if you're... If your wife's in labor or something, that's one thing. But, but you step get one out of the text. theater. <laughs> You get one text, and it's like, oh, I need to leave. Yeah, exactly. But this dude was, like, obsessively texting this person, whoever it was. Not silencing your phone is, like, an honest mistake. Texting the whole time is just being super rude. That's deliberate, yeah. <laughs> I wait, I much prefer not silencing your, your cell phone. But in The Witch, this goes... Now we're going back. Oh, now we're going back to The Witch. Oh, best movie of all time. <laughs> now we're going back to The Witch. Before The Meg came out. Yeah, this was long before The Meg. The second best the movie of all time now. The Meg is just uh, the upside down, like, two Vs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like the witch logo, but uh, inverted. Um, yeah, I was watching that with a friend of mine, and uh, this dude in the front was, like, hanging out with his wife, and his, fel- his cell phone goes off, so he reaches down, he presses a button to silence it, it goes off again. He 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 reaches down. He like checks his phone. He pulls it out while it's ringing. Makes no attempt to like silence it, and then like looks at it for like a like ten seconds, and then silences it. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Just silence. Like flip the little switch. You have an iPhone. 
And it was like an obnoxious ringtone too. <laughs> it was like it was like James Brown or something like during these like quiet tense scenes in The Witch. And it was like, I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and uh, then it goes off a third time. The dude answers his phone in his seat and like starts talking for like a minute. And then someone, I think someone went like leaned over and were like, hey, can you take it outside? And he goes like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he like walks out and he's, he like keeps talking. And I was like, that dude... Like, I was fine. Like, the first time his cell phone went off, I was like, okay, cool. That happens, you know. Just, you know, be more careful about it next time. Second time it went off, I was like, dude, you could have silenced it. Third time, I was like, you are a... You're fucking... You're an idiot. You're... you're you shouldn't drive back because you're going to fucking... You're going to hit somebody because you're going to be talking on your phone the whole time. Buddy? Yeah. Okay? It's just... In, he's, he was incapable. And I was like, this is a great movie, The Witch... I love this movie so much. And You're um, interrupting the best movie of all time, sir. Yeah. I was about to stand up and say that in <laughs> in the way that they talk in the witch. Um uh can I just say like one more quick related thing? Sure. I saw Book of Mormon when it came to Denver. Oh one no, time, someone's cell phone did not go off in Book dude, of Mormon. No, it didn't go off, but during a blackout between scenes Someone in the very front row pulls their phone out and checks it. And, like, every single person in the theater, I'm sure, could see, like, because it was, like, the brightness was all the way up. It's like, dude, come uh, on. You're in the front row of, like, this sold-out musical? Holy shit. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, movie pass, Darren. Movie pass, yeah. So... I had been trying to see Mission Impossible Fallout for, like, ever since the second week it came out. I couldn't see it the first week it came out. So I had tried multiple days each week since it came out to see that movie. I just wanted to see it. So, like, I, I have a work schedule. I work during the days most of the time. So... I get back home and I'm like, there were nights where I was like, okay, tonight's the night I'm going to see Mission Impossible. So I check it and it's like, oh, wait, no, this is a premium screening. It's not supported. You can't see Mission Impossible. And I said, what the fuck? Movie pass? Why not? For several nights. I thought it was just a fluke the first night. Then I went to like the contact us page and they did nothing. They were like, yeah, some, some of the, uh, some of the movies don't work. Sorry, bud. And I was like, do your job, you know, just do, do your job. And yeah. um, so then it finally got to the day where I was like, all right, today's the day I'm going to see it because those those were night showings and they're showing up on my app. The day showings are showing up on my app. Seven o'clock is showing up on my app. Maybe they fixed it. So I clicked seven o'clock on my on my app and I was like, before I left my house and I was like, all right, I'm going to check in as soon as I get to the theater, I check in and it's like, Oh wait, sorry, you can't check in. You have to use e-ticketing. And I'm like, but this theater doesn't have e-ticketing. And, uh, I kept trying to check in and check in and check in. And then I just tried like swiping my card anyway, even though I wasn't checked in <laughs> and it declined it. So I just ended up paying for my movie, but it's like, um, yeah, movie pass is just awful. It's just awful now. It's a great deal still. It's okay. Here's what the deal is now. You get three free
free movies per month. Each day, there's five selected movies that you can see. And they got rid of, like, peak pricing and ticket verification and all of that. But, so the other day, before the five movie thing, before they, like, emailed about that, I was looking, and uh, it's AMC 24. There's 24 theaters at this place. So they show, like, 100 movies a day. I open it up on MoviePass, like, 11 o'clock in the morning. There's one movie that has two showtimes, and it's a premium screening. I'm like, how could this be possible that, no, like, where are all the other movies? So I message them. I'm like, hey, is this just a mistake that, like, these other movies aren't here? Why can't I see these movies? And then I get, like, an automatic response that's, like, due to, like, excessive, like, people contacting us. We can only deal with people who are actually at the theater currently. Which is which is so backwards thinking because it's like when you're at the theater you're you're rushing you're trying to get to your movie nobody's showing up to the theater an hour before the movie starts, you know unless you have like a whole day planned, but like that's and then, such so stupid thinking. There's been a couple times where I've been at the theater and my tickets like it wasn't working, so I tried messaging them then, and then they're too busy to <laughs> respond. So. If you're at the theater, you can't get a response because there's too many people. And if you're not there, you can't get a response because you're not at the theater. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Like, it's, I feel bad complaining because it's still like a great, crazy deal to yeah. see three movies a month for $10. But like the restraints just keep getting greater and greater. Oh, yeah. And like there's going to come a day where it's not worth it anymore. It just, no well, doubt. MoviePass, I I predict that in the next two or three years, MoviePass will probably it'll probably be under. It'll probably not. I don't be think a there's any anymore. way they make it that long. They have to be hemorrhaging money. Like I don't know why don't they have ads in their app or anything? Like yeah, well their stock is in the toilet right now, as far as I know. Yeah. And like, there's all these competitors, like um, AMC's movie deal right now. They they're starting a MoviePass type deal. A list. For only AMC theaters, so it's mm-hmm. three movies a week, which is already better than Movie Pass for I think eight ninety nine a month. Three movies a week, and then you get like twenty percent off concessions or something like that. And uh, yeah, you can see any movie you want at any AMC theater, and they even say that that deal will not last. That's that's gonna plummet at the at around the same time Movie Pass has with their longevity. The only it's, one that they say is going to continue, is going to have longevity, is Cinemark's deal, which is also eight ninety nine a month. You get one the, movie a month. The AMC one is $20 a month. $20 so a month. Oh, okay, good. Okay. But okay. it's still three movies a week, so. Yeah, that's really 12 good. 12 movies a month, yeah. That's all, Plus, still, it's better than MoviePass. Yeah. You I just wanted movies. to tell you the, the details. No, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, thank you. Um but Cinemark plus, is plus uh, the AMC one. You can see like 3D, IMAX, all that. You can see everything uh, with Cinemark. Sorry. Yeah, anyway, one movie a month. You can see everything. Uh, once again, you get like a good. You get like a discount on concessions, and then you get no fees for online ticketing, and you get rollover movies. So if you don't see one your one movie for one month, it'll roll over to the next month, and you can see two. They say that's the only one that's gonna last. Yeah. I mean, from the beginning, it's like, how could MoviePass be making money on this? Yeah, well, I guess there was a, I don't know, there was speculation that they were, like, selling 
the data of who was seeing what movies to production companies so that production companies know what um what films demographics yeah exactly like what movies to um put out and distribute but even then well it it got so popular because it's such a good deal it was such a good deal but it's it was never a good idea because like literally the crux of your of your business is is not to get too many people to start using it if you get that many that's it's like and the whole thing about what the owner was saying about his business plan was that uh he thought that it was going to be fair to assume that each user was just going to start settling into only seeing one movie a month. They're going to start, but that he still acknowledged that everybody's going to start out by seeing a, a bunch of movies a month. Yeah. But if you think... And I'm sure that's true that some people do that, but even then... Seen one movie, they're still at a loss. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially in the like coastal states where movies are cost a lot more to see, and it's like plus if you that getting just getting your business popular is going like you think about it, you're gonna get all these new subscribers and all those new subscribe. Yeah, sure. Even if those people who our old subscribers are settled into seeing one movie a month. You're still getting new subs, thousands of new subscribers each, each month, seeing a bunch of new movies each month. And like you or I, and like there are months where we probably see five plus movies in theaters with movie pass. Oh, so yeah. that cancels out, that cancels out three people who see just one movie. So like, yeah, it's crazy. Oh yeah, it's insane. I I definitely. I mean, I'm glad I paid the annual fee for like I think mine expires in like November of this year or October okay. maybe. So I don't think I'm going to resubscribe because I just don't want to deal with it anymore. You know, like yeah, I there's not even certainty that if I pay my monthly fee, I'm going to even see a movie, and I think that's what they're trying to do because they're yeah. they have to be losing money. You know, it's, it's not a good deal. It's, it's a good, it is a good deal still, but it's just crazy. And it was from the get go. I just wonder like how much they can just like make it a worse and worse deal before people are like, Hey, this is actually against like what we signed up for. This is against the contract. Like. Yeah, they keep switching the terms of agreement on people, too. We signed a green, like, one thing, you know? Yeah. I always worry about that with terms of agreement because they always make them, like, six pages long. But even, like, they can put whatever they want in there. That doesn't mean it's, like, legal. Yeah, didn't GameStop, like, get in trouble or something for putting, like, uh, we have the... We, you, by, by clicking agree, you give us the right to, you give us ownership to sell your soul or something like that. Is that true? Yeah. I think a GameStop somewhere like jokingly (laughs) put that into their terms of agreement because they knew no one would read it. Yeah. But even like if you signed a lease in with your, for like your house and it said that like the person who's renting it to you owns like every video or podcast you create while living there that doesn't make it legally binding it, you can still go to court and they're like yeah this doesn't hold up 
Yeah, that's yeah. Potentially, it just depends on like your lawyer and stuff. Because some contracts are crazy, you know. I don't know. I don't anyway. think anybody's gonna say that. Anyway, Darren. Uh, How's Mission Impossible? Are you going to resubscribe? Are you paying monthly or annually for Mission? I'm Plus? doing monthly. So are you going to how how much longer before you think you're going to quit? Are you going to keep uh, going for the near for the foreseeable future? I'd really I'm going to get out to Boston and see what the theaters around are like. Okay. But I think that the one that's really close to me is an AMC, so I'll probably just do their deal. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it just depends like where the theaters are and everything. Yeah. It's just uh it's weird just being subscribed to something that you're so unsure of now. Yeah. And it's still a good deal. So like I said, it feels weird to complain about it. It is but, still a good deal. But the I think it's weird that you can only see five like specific movies a day and it's like And they're changing all the time. They change them constantly. And they're never mm-hmm. big releases either. Yeah, so you have to like really plan ahead like it's before it could be like, "Oh yeah, let's go see a movie just for fun, like whatever. We'll just pick a time that works and see whatever shitty movie." And now you have to like plan ahead, find a theater where the movies are actually playing at. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Darren, how was Mission Impossible? Oh my god, dude. Did you did you see it or no? I dude just this year has been so good for like blockbuster movies, man. Cause like fallout was, I think the best mission impossible movie that has been made yet. It was really? so good. It was so good. There were so many like great, I mean, it does, it, it's a mission impossible movie. So it, it does like set pieces. That's like the big, that's like the big selling point of mission impossible movies is giant stunts and set pieces. Cause you like knowing that Tom Cruise actually did, all of that stuff yeah. and like what he asked for is crazy. And uh, yeah, the story is also really good. It's not perfect, but it's so, it's just so nail biting to watch sometimes. And like, it's exactly what you want from a spy movie or like a spy thriller. The, the, um, I couldn't help but think that like the plot itself was just very cliche but the way that they played it out was just like, and it's it's self aware too. It's the probably the most self aware Mission Impossible movie we've had yet. Um, it's just it's great. Uh, it's fantastic. I definitely recommend seeing it in a theater. Like, you should see it as soon as you can. Pay for it if you want. If you really care. If you don't care, then don't see it at all. I, I do want to see it. But I don't think I've seen any of them all the way through. Really? Yeah, Fallout is really good. It's it gets it's the deepest one into uh, Tom Cruise's character Ethan Hunt. It's the deepest one into the main character's psyche, into like what makes him tick and stuff. Um, okay. Very very good. Very spy movie. Everything's kicked up to eleven. I, when I saw the poster for it, because that was the first time I heard about it, I was like walking to a theater and I saw a Mission Impossible Fallout poster. And I was like, they need to stop. They, they're <laughs> like, they, they just keep cranking them out. They need to stop. Even though the last two were very good, were also very good. I was like, they need to stop. This one, this is going to be the one that plummets. But I swear, every time I think about that with like a good franchise, it's always like the best one, you know? 
it seems like the that's one of those series that's actually gotten better because like they bring in like more talented people and they make it like they know what they're trying to make. Like I th- I think the Fast and Furious movies are the same way. Yeah. Where like they know exactly what type of movie they're trying to make and they just make it like very well and they bring in exactly the actors you want to see in that. Oh yeah. And I think a lot of that comes from studios listening to their audiences and getting feedback, like actually listening instead of just saying like, well, no, people want explosions. It's from uh, buying MoviePass data. Yeah, it's from all the MoviePass data that's been going. (laughs) (laughs) I was just checking and there is one uh, movie, one showing of one movie in like the 20 mile area around me that I can see today. Dude, no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm honestly, I'm sort of fine with canceling my year subscription because I've already paid for it with, I've seen probably like 30 movies in the past year. Yeah. More than that, I think, with like my year subscription. Mm -hmm. And so that, like, I've definitely paid, paid for my, like, my movie pass is definitely paid for all the, like, I've gotten some free movies off of those, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, you got to make a choice. You know, you could go with the Cinemark thing, which is way easier. You just go to a Cinemark theater. Well, you're mo- once again, yeah, you're moving to Boston, so... Uh, I don't know where a Cinemark is. Um, I think Cinemark is anything that's... Uh, Century. Century theaters are Cinemark, I think. Um, I think Regal is Cinemark, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Okay, it's Century. So there's one, the one at Belmar, and then there's one in Aurora. Oh, so you don't even have any near you. Well, never mind then. Yeah. There's one in Pueblo. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, great. Well, isn't Belmar, Belmar is like 20 minutes away from you without traffic, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So there you go. 20 minutes, 20 minutes, and you got yourself <laughs> a fucking, a fr- essentially free movie. Yeah, dude. And low-priced snacks. Get that corn. Get yourself bulked up with some corn, pal, and some butter. Drench that, drench those kerns in butter, bud. Have you seen anything else you want to talk about? Um, yes. I saw Borg vs. McEnroe finally on Hulu. Oh, okay. It was very... How was that? That was also very good. It it was... uh, There was some stuff in there that I was like, that didn't happen. (laughs) There's, like, some stuff that I was like, that obviously... That didn't didn't (laughs) happen. And then, like, I looked up uh, John McEnroe clips after that to see if he, like, actually freaked out. They did get one... uh, They they did reenact one sequence with, like, Shia LaBeouf and something that John McEnroe actually said to an official pretty well. But then I saw another video that was an interview, and the interviewer was like, what do you think about the movie that was just made about you and, uh, and Bjorn Borg? And he was like, what's that? Oh, you were starting a video. Yeah. Oh, great. Sorry. What do you... <laughs> I was just... Uh, no, I was just pulling up Borg v. McEnroe on Hulu. I was just pulling it up. Okay. Because I wasn't sure who all was in it, so I just wanted to see. Okay. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf plays... Uh, John McEnroe, which is the perfect casting for John McEnroe. 
Like, can you think that's like Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool? Like, could you think of anybody else who could play John McEnroe in Hollywood mm, as well as Shia LaBeouf? Probably. Yeah, probably Andy Samberg. No, that's already well. That's they've already made that parody, and Andy Samberg is too goofy. John McEnroe has an edge to him, you know, like he has too much of an edge. Uh, you see Andy Samberg's face and you're like, oh, that guy's goofy. He might be able to pull it off like a dramatic role, like pull a Steve Carell and Foxcatcher type thing. Dan Fogler. Dan Fogler? Is that the guy from uh, Balls of Fury? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're just naming all these goofy people. Chris Uh, Farley could probably play him. Table tennis movie. (laughs) Dude, look up the first picture of John McEnroe on... Yeah, it's. Pr- I'm guessing it's goofy. Let me look at it. Hang on. Dude, that's Andy Samberg right there. Well, okay, Andy Samberg already made a tennis documentary parody, though. Okay, I'm just... You said name someone who would be better. He would... He Okay, Shia, Shia LaBeouf is better than... John McEnroe at being, or then then Andy Samberg at being John McEnroe. Hang on, I can't even pull up stuff on my computer right now for some reason. I've got okay, one more. I got one. Okay, more, John dude. McEnroe. Hang on, I'm gonna look up the first picture. John McEnroe. Yeah, he's old. Well, he's old in the picture though. Wait, what picture are you looking on at? On Google Images. The first one for me, he's got like a red. He's got, like, a reddish nose and white hair. No, he's got a red headband. Oh, this was the first one when I searched it. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, okay, pull it back up. Hang on, I didn't see it. What tennis movie did Andy Samberg make? It's called Seven Days in Hell. Okay, that one, yeah, but he's a kid. That was when he was a kid. That's not Dude, the first okay, picture I that I got. I got, it, I got it. I got it. I got it. That's not the first picture that I got. Dude, I got it. William Shatner. Okay. Now you're just. Now you're just being. Now you're just being an ass. Oh wait, hang on. I do have a picture to show you of John McEnroe really quick. <laughs> it does not help my case. <laughs> but I'm gonna bring it up anyway. Uh, where is it? Come on. Okay. This picture. I was like, wow, this picture really does look like Shia LaBeouf. And then I realized it was a picture of Shia LaBeouf in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this picture. <laughs> With yeah, dude. The golden wig, man. Oh, my God. I don't, that's, there's no way that's real hair. John McEnroe, though, like, because Shia LaBeouf's kind of a dick. You know, he's got an edge, you know? Anyway, I saw, back to the interview I was talking about before. John McEnroe said that um, uh, he was very disappointed in the movie because he, he was like... Because Shia LaBeouf doesn't, didn't play a good John McEnroe. He, he basically kind of did say that. He was like, it wasn't Shia LaBeouf's fault that a lot of the stuff wasn't even... That half the stuff in that movie wasn't even true. He's like, he, he did his best job. He was like, the realest thing in that movie was the tennis playing. That was the only thing that was, like, real in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) He did not like the movie. He said, if they put Andy Samberg in it, it would have been the best. And he said he tried to... (laughs) You should watch Seven Days in Hell. Do you have HBO? 
Yeah, yeah, watch Seven Days in Hell. It's actually really funny. It's I don't mean to brag, but yeah. <laughs> it's Andy Samberg and um, the guy who played... Kit Harrington. Isn't that who plays Jon Snow? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's him. And it's a it's a parody of the of the uh, Borg versus McEnroe tennis match. But yeah, See, Andy Samberg basically plays. Uh, well, no, he actually plays. Yeah, Andy Samberg plays John McEnroe, basically. Dude, that's a pretty good like that's a pretty good comparison I made then. Yeah, it's good, but it's. I the reason I said no is because that movie had already been made, and two, it probably that movie's re- it's really funny, and it would have made Board versus McEnroe more of a comedy. He could play serious though, I'm sure. Yeah, I bet he can. I haven't seen him do it. I don't. Has he been in anything serious? That's what. Uh, isn't that what Vince? What fuck? What's the Breaking Bad guy's Vince name? Vince Gilligan. Yeah, is it Gilligan? Is there a second G in there? Hang on, I'm looking it up. It might be Gillian. I think it might. Vince, it's Vince, Vince Gilligan. Gilligan. Yeah. Yeah. He said that he likes to use uh, comedy actors because if they can play comedy, they can play drama. That's a. And that's why he's got. Uh, oh, Bob Odenkirk and Brian Cranston and all those Bill guys. Bill Burr is in Breaking Bad too. There's a Breaking Bad 2? Breaking Bad 2. Euthanize this. I've only seen the original. <laughs> breaking worse? Break, <laughs> breaking bad, breaking worse, and then breaking the worst. <laughs> um, those are the three. That's the, that's the Breaking Trilogy. Uh, okay, he's right about that, but I've always, heard, I've always heard comedy actors liken to horror movies. I've always heard if you can act in... If you can act in comedy, you can act in horror because they're one and the same. Uh, well, I did see A Quiet Place, so I'm not so sure I agree with that. Darren. God, I wish there was like, I wish that all of them looked out, looked to the camera, and then the camera zoomed in <laughs> and saw a lot of those shots in A Quiet Place. Ah, <laughs> uh, did you see anything else besides, um, the Meg? I, it's not a movie, but I watched season two of Glow. Okay. Let's, let's. On Netflix? I've, I've wanted to integrate shows into this podcast, bro. You're the one who was like, it's got to be movie cast. It's got to be movie cast. You, you're misquoting me. Yes, you me. did. <laughs> no. You said, it's got to be movie cast in case we ever want to talk. <laughs> I never said that. I have it on record. You said in case we ever want to talk about video games or other stuff, then we could have the game cast, Nichols game cast. I never said that, but now, yeah, I guess I did say it does have to be called movie. I didn't say it has to be called movie cast. I said we should call it movie cast if we're talking about movies. Jake. <laughs> I've got it. You got I've a got problem. It. insert it here. Write it on a fucking postcard and shove it up your ass. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Glow season two was really good. Did you watch any of it? Have you seen I haven't any, seen of, that any show? of Glow? I've, I haven't been watching much TV. I watched Black Mirror, but that's about it. I watched season one when it came out, and like the beginning of season one is good, and then I think it kind of dropped off in the middle to the end. Uh, but like, I was really into wrestling when I was young, so it's got like a 
I have a soft spot in my heart for it. But then season two was really good at, like, just the characters and everything and all the... That's better. Ah! <laughs> Damn. It's so good, it's going to make you Just, like, the pop. characters. <laughs> the characters in the story and, like... Yeah, it was I really think good. Yeah, and I've always thought Kirst- Kristen Wiig was, like, one of the funniest people ever. And, uh... Kristen Wiig? Isn't she in Glow? Is she? Um, I thought she was. Didn't, didn't, have you been so, seeing dude. the Netflix pictures pop up behind me here? I left my TV on for the listeners in the background, so Jake can probably see a lot of Netflix banners kind of just pop up because it's on standby. Dude, she's not in Glow. I thought she was. She's not? Allison Brie is in Glow. Oh, fuck. I thought Kristen Wiig was. Nope. It's got Allison Brie, Mark Marin. Uh, a bunch of other actresses whose names I don't really know. Yeah, dude. I don't know what you're That's talking That's crazy because, uh, yeah, I totally thought... I think I thought Allison Brie was Kristen Wiig on the... Uh, poster and i was like oh kristen wiggs in that i thought she was really funny well now i don't care to see it Alice now i don't Bree. care for it what you don't like Alice no, i'm Bree? kidding i'm making a joke <laughs> allison brie does look kind of weird at, like i think they did makeup to make her like kristen like, wig <laughs> yeah okay. they gave her yeah they gave her kristen oh that's what you're talking about her kristen wig mask <laughs> yeah okay wears. good okay that clears it up now no i think they made her look like paler and more Gaunt. Or maybe she got a facelift. I don't know. Is that part of her character? Does she, like, not eat or something? I think they just gave her, like, that 80s cocaine look. Oh, she does cocaine in the 80s. That show takes place in the 80s? And has cocaine? Great. That sounds awesome. And it's got women's wrestling. Like, what more could you want? Yeah. I'm into wrestling and I'm into women, so... (laughs) Dude, yeah, big time in the women. <laughs> Wrestling is fine, but women? <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, have you seen Mr. Robot? Uh, Are you into that show? No. Okay. I've heard really good things, but I never started watching it. It's very it. good. It's a lot. I don't want to spoil too much, but it is exactly like a very popular other work of screen <laughs> work of the screen from the nineties, from the late nineties. It's exactly like, like it ends up being exactly like something from the late nineties. And if huh. we have listeners who are listening right now, which probably not at this point, but if we have listeners <laughs> who are listening right now, and dude, this has been a great episode. The yeah, Meg, we hooked up. We hooked them with the hooked them with the Meg, and then our movie pass rant just really, really steamed it up. In. We reeled them in. Wasn't a very funny episode, but it was definitely a passionate episode. Yeah, as passionate as we as we've ever been on Mike. But if they're listening, then what? They'll know. If they're listening and they've seen Mr. Robot season one. They might be sitting there going, yeah, I know what he's talking about. 
I just don't want to spoil it for Jake, though, because I think Jake would really like the show. I know we spoil lots of things yeah. on this podcast, but this one's for Jake. But not for each other. Not for each other. Yeah. We care... Han dies in the seventh Star Wars. <laughs> if you don't know that by now, then you don't care about Star Wars. <laughs> That's on you yeah. at that point. Um, that and half the people... Well, no, I'm not going to say that. We've already covered that. Um, cool. Uh, awesome. Let's, I guess we could start wrapping it up. Yeah, dude. Um, let's make like you on prom night and wrap it up and then not use it. How can I wrap it up and then not you just keep it in my pants? Yeah. Do you know anybody who does that? Have you done that? I get joked about a lot. You on prom night, I said. I said you on prom night. I guess to avoid the awkward five seconds of like, hang on, let me wrap this thing up. Hey, Darren, you're not supposed to put it on and then get soft. That's bad. Bad technique. There's our episode title. (laughs) You're not supposed to put it on and get soft. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know if we can fall. Oh, wait, never mind. Is that that legal to put on iTunes? (laughs) You're not supposed to. Yeah, okay. dude. They don't know what we're talking about. Maybe, maybe we're putting on a sad song and then getting <laughs> soft and crying. Maybe we're uh, maybe we're putting a rap on a hardened on like a chimichanga that's like fresh out of the fryer, but then it gets like soggy after a while and gets soft. Yeah, dude. How uh, how would you rank the Marvel TV shows? Can we just do sure? That real okay. Quick? Um, I met a guy last night who works on Agents of Shield, which I haven't seen. But he... Oh, I meant, like, the Netflix okay. ones. Well, he stuff. doesn't like Marvel. <laughs> this is pretty funny. Um, but uh, I... Um, it's like how I don't like parking lots anymore. Do you want me to go ascending or descending? Uh, I haven't seen ascending. all of them either. I'll go by the ones I've seen. Okay. Which is a lot, I guess. Okay, so I've seen... Uh, I, I would go. I would go. Defenders is. I've only seen Defenders, Jessica Jones, Daredevil both seasons, and Luke Cage, first season. And I would say, uh, Defenders is last for me. Um, then Luke Cage, then Jessica Jones, then Daredevil is like a clear first. What about you? What have you seen? All the way through, I've only seen the two seasons of Daredevil and Jessica Jones. And I really liked season one of Daredevil. I thought it was really good. And then I watched Jessica Jones because everyone liked it a lot. And then I was like, this is okay. Like, this is good. You, you, you said not... you finished it? You finished the season? Yeah. It's not on the same level. And I feel like the whole conflict with Kilgrave or whatever, it's like so dragged yeah. out. And, like, I can't stand that in movies or TV shows where it's, like, this is the conflict, and then they just come up with, like, plot device after plot device to make the same conflict. Like, like in that show, this guy, you can't hear him talk, but then they keep, like, finding different people to somehow hear him talk and let him go and let him do whatever he wants. And it's, like, just fucking lock him up and don't let anyone else in the room. <laughs> like, why... Come on, just be smart about yeah, it. Yeah, like a bad horror movie. 
Well, what have you yeah, seen? Or like, are, are those the ones you've seen? Jessica Jones and Daredevil? Those are the only two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I liked season two of Daredevil a lot. I liked Punisher. Yeah, I want to I start watching Punisher... Um, cause I've heard it's, I've heard it's really good and really violent, uh, which is, will be good catharsis for me, for my anger. That, what is that actor's name? Um, John, John Bernthal from The Walking Dead. That dude's yeah, he's really, really good. good. He kind of came out like, of nowhere. I've seen him. Yeah. He was in like three, th- three or four things that year that were like really good. Like. Even in, like, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, he was good. I didn't even know he was in that. And then, like, yeah. No. Have you seen it? Yeah, he was, like, in that, and then he was in Sicario that yeah, same was. year. And then he was in Daredevil, I guess, like, a year later. And then he was in The Accountant. And then he was in Baby Driver. It was just, like, huge movie after huge movie yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, he's great, man. He, he's a really good actor, and... He, cause yeah, I remember seeing him, and I just knew him as Shane from The Walking Dead, up until he was in more and more stuff. Dude's got yeah, range. he's got some good range. I could see that guy in a horror movie, which is the hardest movie to act in, according. I to I didn't Darren. say that. <laughs> I just <laughs> said comedy <laughs> actors and horror movie actors are are can go hand in hand. Yeah. Okay. I just saw. Well, you Jessica thought Jones wrong. on the TV behind you. So, what? I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Jessica Jones on the TV behind you, so I wanted to see what you thought, because a lot of people have very strong feelings about how bad Iron Fist is. I haven't seen Iron stuff. Fist just because I've heard it's really bad. Like I've got... I started watching Luke Cage, and then I was like, oh, this is kind of boring. Yeah, Luke Cage definitely, it, it takes a while to pick up, but I, what I like about Luke Cage is that it spends more time on the, because um, I, like I like Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Daredevil. I've only seen season one of mm-hmm. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage because they just came out with season two for both of those. Um, I've seen season two, season one and two of Daredevil, but um, they all like, uh, I mean, Jessica Jones is good. It's like a kind of a mystery a little bit, but Luke Cage is more like, uh, you probably wouldn't like it that much, but it's it's definitely like a character study of the villain in some points more than than the hero. What is that? Why do you think? Well, because there's like plot it? devices. I'm not saying that plot devices. There's like a big like, plot device that would be like that kind of pissed me off because I was like, that's a stretch. Uh, and if you watched it, you'd be like, oh come on. <laughs> even like one plot device is, fu- but like when they continue to find like, oh then this thing goes wrong, then this thing goes wrong, then this thing goes wrong, and then they just find like some stupid minor thing to fix it that hasn't been like built yeah up, i mean luke know? cage is less like jessica jones you in that you know what regard. i'm talking about you know what I'm i know talking what you mean about. yeah it's more of a character study on on the villains and the heroes and it really delves into what makes them tick like what their weaknesses are um more than jessica jones i think that Daredevil makes a good TV show because Daredevil has, like, strong conviction about, like, I don't want to kill people. I just want to, like, have justice in the world. And then he has, like, 
close ties to people. Yeah. Like, you know. Whereas Jessica Jones is sort of like a loner who like her only friend is like some drug addict who lives in her apartment building. Yeah, and he's like kind of not her friend. Well, then, she like, she's friends with Luke. She's really good friends with Luke. Yeah, like sometimes. And then sometimes they're fighting and it's like, okay, I get it. You needed to create conflict. But then like Daredevil also has ties to like this crazy Japanese group and all that. So it's like all that is set up just from the character. So then they can just like explore stories with all that background. And it's like really interesting. Whereas like Jessica Jones, it's like, she's just on her own. I guess like she's has some connection to some people sort of, but like, that's the whole thing about superheroes is they need to have like civilian friends, right? Like that's literally the whole thing about <laughs> yeah, them. They need, that's like that usually plays out as their weakness when they have civilian friends. Yeah, that's like the stakes yeah. for them. They don't want to get discovered because they don't want their friends or whatever to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, don't watch uh, Defenders because Defenders honestly kind of sucks. It's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think Daredevil is great. I, I saw this meme the other day that was like, uh, so if you told me that one, there's two superheroes, one of them is blind and fights people based on echolocation, and the other one is an adrenaline junkie who uses gadgets to fight crime, and you, if you would have told me which one is Batman and which one is Daredevil, I would have punched you in the face if I found and, and argued that you're wrong. <laughs> Dude, that's what I posted on Facebook when I was first watching Daredevil, is that they should have just called him blind <laughs> as a Batman. Because <laughs> they have, like, such similar, like, fighting styles, and they don't want to kill anyone. Did you know that Teenage Mutant Ninja... And they're Ninja- both, like, What's very that? into justice. Is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a parody of uh, Daredevil. Did you know that, Darren? I didn't know that, Jake. I, was, I, I didn't know that. Because uh, Stick is like their master, and that's why uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles master yes! is Splinter. Yes. Uh, the hand. Yes! There's the Hand Clan in yes! Daredevil, and so the parody version yes! is the Foot Clan in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes! And the turtles get transformed by in like a similar yes! way, <laughs> like a similar origin. Yeah, story. and Teenage Mutant Ninja that? Turtles used to be an adult comic as well. It was never. It wasn't intended for kids yeah, by the original creator. It was called Adult yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was intended for teenagers and adults. Jake, do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap this thing up? We we're about at an uh, hour. We're about over an hour now. Uh, yeah, dude. Um. Everybody listening, go home, find your mom's purse, take twenty bucks out of there. She won't miss it. Darren, any closing um, thoughts? Okay, uh, yeah, just, uh, it's hot, we're winding, summer's winding down, but it's still very hot outside, um, especially if you're on, in the west, on the west coast, or, you know, really just anywhere in this part of America, and, uh, <laughs> just make sure you bring your aerosol cans inside, when, after you buy them, you don't leave them in your car, because those things explode if they get left in hot cars all day long, so, uh, just be careful, guys. 
Because that's shrapnel. If those things explode, that's potential shrapnel, and it could be sticking into your seat. You could sit down and get stabbed by some shrapnel, and it'll smell really bad. You don't want that. As always, I've been Jake Smith. And I've been Darren Hone. And please don't forget... Yeah.